Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Homo Sapiens. A little note before we begin, just to say that this episode was recorded just a couple of days before the tragic events at Club Q in Colorado. And I just wanted to say that we at Homo Sapiens are sending all of our love to everybody affected, to the families of those who were brutally murdered, to everyone who is feeling it in their hearts, because I know we all are now. And if you are able to, I've put a link in the show notes for where we can donate to the families of the victims, if you are able to, of course. Sending you all a ton of love, and here's today's episode. Got a very special episode for you today. We're talking about football. Do not adjust your sets. Sometimes we talk about football on this podcast because... We've got a very special guest. Today, I am joined by a man who's been taking the sporting world by storm, Zander Murray, who is Scotland's first openly gay senior footballer. Is that correct, Zander? You said it perfectly, Chris. You said it absolutely uh, perfectly. Brilliant. Welcome to Homo Sapiens. Oh, thank you so much. It's truly an honour. What you don't know, listeners, is um, Zandra and I know each other very well now because we've just spent the last half an hour trying to get the sound to work because... <laughs> podcasting that's you know there's always technical issues and zander's zander's been round to his bloody neighbor's house to borrow some headphones right <laughs> yes yes the joys of good old glaswegian neighbors so talk to me about your neighbors how long have you lived where you are so i stay in basically glasgow's version of shoreditch okay very cool very hip very what's funky. it called uh, shawlands I actually voted uh, recently top 20 places to live in the world. <gasps> Shut um, up, okay. Yeah. And yeah, we all have dogs and we're all very sociable and just really lovely and just help each other out. So yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> they answered the door at the perfect time. That's so nice. <laughs> yeah. And is there a good gay scene where you are? Because I've heard lots of good things about the Glaswegian gay scene. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about the Polo Lounge. That's the that's a famous haunt. Uh but yeah, now since COVID, you've got really a good eclectic mix for yeah, from all, for all interests. You've got Bonjour, Polo Lounge, Delmonica's, AXM. Yeah, we're spoiled for choice now, which is great. And I bet you get mauled out there nowadays. Hey, so we'll come to that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> listeners, have you first things first? Housekeeping. Have you caught up with last week's episode with Dr. Ronks? I love Ronks. Uh, Ronks is also doing a fundraiser to raise money for young kids to go and see black panther so head to ronks's instagram profile i can't remember what it is but 
search for Ronks and you can donate. Uh, Homo sapiens has donated, which is great. Keep emailing us, hello at homosapienspodcast.com or on Instagram at homo sapiens and tell us what you thought of this episode or any other episode. Anonymous agony uncles, send us them. They will remain anonymous and you can get in touch with us uh, if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, you could win a brand new Homo Sapiens t-shirt. They're very cool. Zander's going wow, you see? It's because he wants one. Do you, um, so uh, that's all the housekeeping complete. Back to Zander in the gay club. Does, uh, so have you been out-out <laughs> since you came out? Like Because I know, it was, I know you're out among your friends anyway, right? But you've come yeah. out publicly. You didn't do a... You know, you didn't go on Lorraine to come out to your friends, but to come out in a football sense, you did. Yes, I like that. I like that sense. Of, Have you been out, out since you've came out? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, a little bit. I have uh, been out a little bit. And of course, it's different. Chris, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a couple of drag shows and yep, socialising with friends. And it's nice just to feel, you know, the warmth of a community for, for so many years. I've sort of just dipped my toes in it for no better term and you know not really fully immersed myself because of again I was living in the shadows so now mm. yeah it's nice to be out in a community that you know I'm just I am my true authentic self now I mean everyone knows um but mm. yeah then there's there's reasons why I, I did that publicly what which of course we'll we'll get to no doubt well I mean great place to start you <sighs> did it because well tell me for why yeah of I, I'll let you answer the question yeah, I'm not going to bore you too much with football. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we've got a lot of people who like football who listen to this podcast. Okay. Um, so you do your worst. Uh, well, yes. Okay, so it was a drip feed process coming out for me. Um, I came out April 2021 to my close duties and family. And then just slowly but surely got to a point uh, till September, two months ago, that was only the football community that never knew. And there was a, I was on holiday. I was at my first Pride event. You'd be proud of uh-huh. me. Uh, yeah, very proud. In Spain. And it was awesome. I was in my element. It was great seeing the Pride. And my friend took a camera phone and said, Xander took a picture, lovely picture. And she was like, oh, I'm going to put it on my Instagram. And she's like, oh, I forgot. I can't put it on. Um, because obviously I play football and she knew that I was hiding that. Yeah. So got home from the day of the parade, sat on my, in Scotland we call it a veranda, a balcony. Okay. Balcony, yeah. Okay, balcony, yeah. yeah. Sat on my balcony <laughs> and I thought to myself, what on earth am I doing? Why am I living in fear um, when really I could actually help this community? You know, there's not many mm-hmm. uh, out there footballers, unbelievable trailblazers, Josh Cavallo and Jake Daniels. And in Scotland there was no one and I thought, do you know what? I could definitely help to empower younger generations, current players, break the stigma, and then hopefully, why I'm on here today is just to yeah get on platforms to share my message, you know, to get out there and wide to really help other players who maybe are struggling with their sexuality. Um, so I'll be honest, because yeah. I never I never anticipated that to to go so crazy and the reach that it's it's got to already um mm. but yeah it's incredible and i'm i'm just i'm really just riding that wave and i'm taking it head on as much as i possibly can out with playing football i just want to help and support as much as i can because i've lived in the shadows for too long well it's fantastic what you've done and um i was sort of not that this is the point of you coming out at all but i was slightly chuckling to myself as we couldn't get the sound to work and i was like 
Poor Zander. He just wanted to come out as a gay footballer and now his life is fucking dealing with tech on podcasts. <laughs> and <laughs> he just wants to kick a ball around. <laughs> That's all he wants. He must be like, fucking hell. I wish I'd stayed in the closet. Um, I wouldn't have to be doing this. But, you know, it's fantastic you've done it because there's there's many facets aren't there there's people who are in the closet who are professional footballers yeah there are people who won't play football uh, you know or or up till now have ignored football because they couldn't be gay and be a footballer you know and it's it's they're two very different things but both of them are fantastic uh yeah. th- they are opening up and breaking apart would you mind just telling me and the listeners a little bit about the history of footballers being openly gay because obviously we talked you touched on um it's josh cavallo isn't it and Mm -hmm. jake daniels Daniels. and jake daniels but also justin fashionu of course was he a scottish player no no but he he played in scotland he played for he played in the team that i've actually played for in the past um right and i actually seen the documentary it was his it was his niece amal fashionu who i've I've actually spoken to afterwards Uh, there was a documentary Mm -hmm. about about gay footballers years ago um, and he was at the forefront of it of course um, but yeah obviously from that it's been I don't know why but obviously there's been a bit of a stigma since then and obviously it's an absolute tragedy what what happened to to Justin and the history is yeah he was the, the first and open and out gay footballer and you've seen the media the, the media craze that, that happened when, when he came out and has it had a maybe ripple effect to now only the, next, the last couple of years that people have found that within themselves to now come out? Mm. Probably had a ripple effect, but obviously from then to now, you can see the the positive effect. Now, a couple of years ago, it was Robbie Rogers, Anton Hyson, Thomas B. There's, there's a full there's a full list of us now, which is incredible. And if I had that grown up, maybe you know my path in football would have been a bit different. Um, How would it have been different, do you think? Because I never, grown up, because I never really had any role models like we have in today's football, you know, like Josh Cavallos and Jake Daniels doing it at such a young age. I didn't really have anyone. We only knew about Justin Fashionu and, God, as I mentioned, it's such a tragedy what happened. Um, but with that, we didn't have anyone else in the media. or and, and also the way we see media back then was completely different to the world of social yeah. media so it wasn't easily accessible so I did I, I struggled for a for a long long um, period and just quickly today I was, I was I've been in my first school and I was, ah, I was I was blown away Chris by just how educated the young people are now and you know and just so up to date and respectful they are of LGBTQ plus people and it was just so heart, heartwarming and I was just mm. like, and I, I had conversations with them. I was like, do you, back in, when I was in school, do you think we would be as educated as this? And they were like, no, probably not. And it, yeah, it's just, sorry, just fast forward. And it was, it was really interesting and it was really heartwarming to see and the love and support that I got in that school. But yeah, through the years, men's football, um, there has been a stigma. Um, there's been fear and that certainly women's football has helped that. A lot, yeah. Uh, but it's not news. It's not news. People can just be their true organic self from the get go, and I hope we get to a point that we can be similar. It's so weird that, yeah, because women's football. You know, I can't remember who it was from the team, but it was you know one of the big ones. Um, yeah. Was saying how 
you know, it's never been a thing on the radio. She was saying it's never been a thing what, yeah. that people are in same-sex relationships in women's football. No one even has to actually come out as far as I understand it. No. What is the difference between the perception within women's football and men's football as you see it? Great question. I think society's shrewd or obscure vision on what masculinity and what femininity is. They, I can tell you firsthand that from being in men's dressing rooms, they cannot comprehend that you have a gay man who's quite masculine, who's stronger than you, who's faster than you and fitter than you. They just assume that a gay man is effeminate and they, you know, mm. like drag race and whatnot. By the way, I love drag race. Um, but they just can't comprehend that, that you can get a masculine gay man and that's, you know, not as effeminate. But I think, you know, in today's society, it's certainly changing and we're... I mean, I'm not. I'm no messiah. I know that. Um, I have took so much inspiration from the people before me, and not just in football. Tom Daly's been great for me. Um, Gareth Thomas yeah. in rugby. There's been so many people that have. And yes, and listen, as we will tell the listeners, Chris, the reason why I'm on here, and I, I directly messaged you because you, mm. your show, honestly, and I'm not just saying this was vital for me um, when I was struggling to accept myself. That's amazing. Do you know what it was? Just generally, there's many ones that I really enjoyed. Um, as I mentioned you, Dr. Raj, ones with mm. Alan, Stephen Fry. But do you know just the candid conversations of mm. gay men talking about the lives and, you know, you've got a child and people yeah. get married and just relationship stories. And a year ago... Um, for me, I just thought I could never get to that place. And just hearing really? that definitely broke some barriers for me. Because um, I was looking at my journal last night before coming on here and the amount of times I've mentioned how important your podcast was for me. And and I'll be honest, the reason why I've, I found it so challenging because no one gives us a, a gay real book and coming no. out, you know. I thought, you know, I came out April 2021. That's great. But also running a line with that is accepting yourself and actually being mm. comfortable walking around the streets or sitting at a cafe with your with your gay friend and they're talking about queer culture and yes. I would, if they would be open and speaking about it and I would just be wondering oh god who, who's here or who's watching me right now and I've just or when I had boyfriends in the past and I just struggle walking about the street I'd struggle to hold their hands and I, mm. it was and it, really, the one reason was because of football, uh, mm, and just. Mm. Uh, but now, fast forward to now, that's uh, every, all of that's completely gone, which is incredible. But it definitely takes your. T- it definitely took a lot of time. Yeah, uh, it's just amazing to hear that because I've heard you say you feel like Zander two point zero since coming yeah. out, and uh, you know, uh, it's it's really wonderful to hear, and also wonderful to hear you say in some of your interviews that the the reaction has been incredible, right? It's been very positive. Yeah, honestly blown away by... I was new, obviously I created the Instagram and Twitter given what happened and the direct messages from all ages, people from all ages, uh, but the ones obviously get me are the really young ones that, that have said, Xander, you've just inspired me to begin the journey or I've just told my teammates that um, I'm gay. Yeah, and, oh, honestly, amazing. That, uh, it's unbelievable that, uh, to, to hear that and there's three key values that I want to do I want to empower the youth I want to help current players and I want to get on platforms to share that message that's the three and uh, oh God, there's roots and I'm aligned with that of course 
Um, but that's the future, yeah. May I add a fourth to that, which is going on Lorraine? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I mean, gay icon Lorraine. How was it going on, Lorraine? Oh, I had the whole family crying because she, she, we were, do you know, do you know, we were uh, born in the same hospital, Rotten Row Hospital. No way. Yes. Um, so she was actually born East Kilbride, which is a place in Glasgow. That's all my family are, are born from there. So, like, yeah, I had my aunties and my mum's crying when I was on. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's she, amazing. She was just so lovely with me. Um, see, before it, and, you know, converse, just having a nice chat and settling me, and just just so genuine and just a lovely woman. Um, mm. It was incredible uh, to have that chat with someone of just a true icon. Um, yes. What's her yeah. big link to Drag Race? She's been on, she's been on the Drag Race. Right. She's, a, she's an active, so she's a big supporter of uh, Drag Race. She's been, on, she's been on UK Drag Race on the panel. Um, I see. But also, like, yourself, when I mentioned about these candid conversations with the guests you had on Drag Race and the, the workroom, as they call it, when they're, when they're getting ready and, you know, they're talking about all the, the stories that they've had to endure, bullying mm. and all the homophobic abuse and... That really helped me to put things into place and thinking, like, really, like, what I'm going through, i.e. struggling with my sexuality because I'm a footballer, isn't that bad, you know? I've really had a lot of negative comments or, or you get you get them here and there, but I've not had enough. I've not had a lot. And what, <laughs> Be careful seeing, of saying enough. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> seeing, that, seeing it in the work, seeing these stories in the workroom and the stuff they've had to pull, come through and pull mm. through... Uh, really helped me and inspired me as well to share my story. Well, it's it's that thing as well as that, you know, none of it, it's not, um, who was it who said this on the podcast? I can't remember who it was, said it's not, it's not the trauma Olympics or something. You know, like no, none of it is right, let, like, whether it's terrible or, or you know, it, that sort of weird insidious stuff. Um, and, you know, I think both exist and continue to exist. But I just wanted to ask you about what do you think needs to happen in order for more people to come out in football in general? What has to stop happening, Chris, is Mm. the witch hunt on the front headlines of papers with a blank canvas. Oh, Premier League player 
is thinking about coming out as gay. A Premier League footballer has has openly told his teammates and his club that he's gay, and that has to stop right now. This witch hunt. So that's happening. Is that happening in papers now? Sorry for not knowing that. Yeah, it happened a couple of days ago, and it's happened for years. And right. I can tell you directly that is horrific and horrendous, and that for years just put me further in the closet and I have no doubt it's going to put these people further in the closet. That is horrendous and has to stop. Mm. If they wanted to go public, they would. Like, you're clearly, these media outlets are hearing these from God knows where, um, but the person doesn't want to go public, so leave them alone. And that message, yes. I'm just thinking for the younger generation, them hearing, or them seeing that, oh, it just creates fear. Uh, has to, has to stop. Yeah, to further enhance our community um, and let people be their true organic self. There's no again. There's no. There's no rule, but you don't need to do what I did or Jake Daniels or Josh Cavallo. You can just begin the process to accept yourself and start mm. trip feeding it to your friends, your family. Um, but also, like what I've not shared is. You also need to do a lot of work internally on yourself. Um, and I'll, I'll yeah. answer that separately, but you, to you, hit your question directly. What we need to do as a society is firstly stop that witch hunt. Um, we're doing a lot in the UK in regards to what oh, I'm a Stonewall Diversity Champion, which I'm absolutely thrilled about. Uh, they're currently doing a Proud Stadium campaign. They're trying to fill an 80,000 seat stadium, which is the equivalent of the World Cup final in Qatar. They're trying to Great. get 80,000 signatures. We've reached nearly 30,000 already. Um, and that's standing in solidarity with LGBTQ plus Qataris um, and showing their support. Um, because, of Brilliant. course, I don't know if... I know you're not well-versed in the, the footy and the football, Chris, but... <laughs> But of now, course, which one's that? Is that the one where you throw it or you take it? Um, <laughs> but, but you would have heard the comments, of course, from the World Cup ambassadors. Oh, listen, uh, yes, yeah. So I did do a bit of research before this, Sander. Don't yeah. you worry. I'm all across it. You know, Alan Shearer, the whole thing. So, um, <laughs> is uh, a few questions have sprung up from what you've just said there because. Yeah. Tell me a bit. We can come up to the Qatari stuff because we've been talking to we've been talking to the listeners about it and all of that as well. But firstly, I haven't heard anything about growing up, what it was like, what your family were like. Uh, so yeah, grew up in East End of Glasgow, which sometimes mm-hmm. gets called Stab End of Glasgow. Lovely, uh, rough and ready. Have you, heard, you ever heard of a Glasgow kiss? Mm-hmm. Glaswegian people are exactly what they say in the tin. You know, where the heart in the sleeves tell you how it is, and and I've certainly took that into my adult life. Uh, yeah, grew up in East End of Glasgow, football, football, football. There was no other option, <laughs> if you were yeah. a boy. And yeah, I just really got, I just found football. That was just my thing that I just, was amazing for me. Um, Great. It wasn't until the hormonal changes in one's body, Chris, that yeah. challenges start to occur. Uh, <laughs> in regards to, you remember, you remember the the, you watch our words here. The softcore magazines, uh, Nuts and Zoo. Do you remember these? Yeah, yes. Oh, God, yeah. So, the, you know, in the football teams when I was younger in my early teens to late... Well, yeah, early teens, of course, everyone's talking about them and how amazing these are. And I'm going home and I'm looking at them and I'm like, oh, what's going on? They're not, they're not doing anything for me. Oh, Kelly no. Brook is leaving me cold. What do I do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, hi. Because it's I, not her fault. <laughs> Kelly Brook, God, that's a blast in the past. Uh, well, um, it's such a challenge because 
it's no, not a challenge. It just creates a lot of your know, issues that maybe followed with me through my later years in regards to oh no, I'm different. Oh mm. no, what's going on? And then when you get to sixteen, seventeen, you begin to understand. Oh, now I know why I'm different. Um, right. Just a question: Did you fancy David Beckham then? <laughs> This is me coming on this podcast. I had no idea you'd ask me such a question. Sorry. Well, because everybody fancies David Beckham, and then I'm thinking, well, professional footballers gonna fancy David Beckham. (laughs) (laughs) David David Beckham's a very attractive man. Did they fancy him? I mean, who 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 cannot comment on David Beckham's looks? He's a very attractive man. He is. He's he's an attractive man. I'm just going to say it. I didn't fancy him. I just never did. I thought he was exceptionally beautiful. But yeah, I never fancied him. I would say back then when obviously he was hitting his heights when he was a footballer, I convinced myself that I was straight. Ah. This is the thing. My internalised homophobia, the inner saboteur took over. And (laughs) I convinced myself I was straight. So yes, I tried to cut that that point out whenever I got a sort of inkling of you know, attraction to a male, I would just oh, cut it off, you know. But did David Beckham's sarong wearing metrosexuality in any way as a footballer speak to you in any form of self-acceptance in any way? Joe likes it called it. He is a gay icon, whether he likes it or not. <laughs> you know, yeah, he yeah. is. Um, yeah, obviously he's, he's very key and he was, he's, he's been a, a big supporter of gay culture and you know, LGBTQ plus people for... Mm. As long as I can remember, um, yeah, he definitely has helped, and we 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 need more. We need more of mm. these high high caliber celebrities, if you like. But yeah, I would say David Beckham influenced me a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, because it's interesting, you know. Like I'm I'm aware he's in the massive doghouse at the moment because of Qatar, but I'm not talking about that moment. I'm talking about us being younger and that metrosexuality. I remember the photos coming out of him wearing a sarong on the beach. I can see it in my head, and it yeah. was like. You know, it was because he was a footballer that it was news. If it was Boy George, they wouldn't have cared. So then we're at the stage where we're in denial, denying all thoughts about David Beckham. What changes? So I changed, fast forward to literally a couple of years ago. I was in a long-term relationship with a wonderful woman. And then just quickly, we're actually in touch now. And it's and it's brilliant, you know, we're, we're re-engaged again. But, um, yeah, was in a long-term relationship with this lovely woman and obviously at your core, you know, some, it's, it's not right. And made the decision, obviously, to end things. Didn't, I didn't have the guts or the confidence to tell her at the point, but that really cut me up, cut both families up, cut my family up and hers. And that's when I was really at my lowest, I'll be honest. And I said, right, OK, it's now or never. I have to begin this journey and trying to accept myself. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's... I probably go to the grave, you know, living a lie. Um, and that took me, I was 27 when I split up with my ex. And yeah, it took me until April 2021, so 29, to fully get to that point to come out. And in between that, I've, what have I done? Um, your podcast's been a godsend. So how I said, how I heard about your podcast was my one of my duties knew I was struggling to, you know, accept it. And she sent me a, you did a 
a show with the Guilty Feminist. Oh, yeah. A yeah. live show with the Guilty Feminist. And she loves the Guilty yeah. Feminist. And she said, Xander, you need to get on this podcast. This is, look at the, you're going to love it. So I just, I was like, just binge watched all your podcasts. And uh. so, but can, not just that, I did, more, I did, you know, everything. So counselor, seats, therapy, meditation, journaling, uh, queer culture, like, uh, it's a sin, um, What's the one in the nineties, Manchester, Canal Street? Oh, um Queer as Folk. Queer as Folk, of course. Um incredible I had to get dive right in and then obviously I dive right into RuPaul's Drag Race, which is I'm obsessed. <laughs> was <laughs> um, there a night was there a night you went out on the gay scene for the first time or you said to your to a friend or you know So I I've been out in the gay scene in Glasgow for a long time. Right. But as I said, at the beginning of the chat, I've never really fully immersed myself in it. I've just dipped my waters in it, if you if, if you like. Uh, still in denial, weirdly. And it was literally just because of football. Um, but that April 2021 so moment... So you would go out... Sorry to interrupt. But, so no, you go, would go out on the gay scene, but you would say, no, I'm straight. I was still in denial. And I, I still had a lot of internalised homophobia. I had a eureka moment. I was sitting here in my living room with a really good friend. And... He was just talking about, as men do, gay men do, just talking about life. And he just went, you're 29, you're a gay man, you play football, so what? What's the big deal? <laughs> just so simple, like, what's the big deal? Yeah. And I thought, yeah, you're right. <laughs> what's yeah. the big deal? So then I got on our um, famous apps, as you know. Uh, yeah, and then started to fully embrace myself, which was, yeah. And now we're eventually here, where now I'm completely open, out, fully accepted, gay man, loving life. That's the end of part one of this chat with Sander. More coming up in part two. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Powered by Spirit Studios.